Hello, and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Melanie Porter. It's Thursday, March 5th, 2020. Here are your top stories brought to you by the Cronkite News team. Data shows Arizona voters are funding President Donald Trump and Senator Bernie Sanders as the state's presidential preference election draws near. Cronkite News reporter Danielle Malkin breaks the campaign numbers down. President Trump has raised more than $1.9 million, and Senator Sanders leads the Democratic candidates for fundraising in Arizona with nearly $1.8 million. Former Vice President Joe Biden has failed to break the $1 million mark, but Chad Campbell with Strategies 360 says that, too, could change. You know, Arizona wasn't a top priority for Biden, I'm sure, until this time. Uh, He needed to have a good showing in Super Tuesday. He needed to win in South Carolina. Those were his two primary objectives at this point, and he, he pulled them both off. I mean, his win they were, were huge. Some believe Biden could still swing some dollars from Arizona voters, but political analyst Paul Benz believes Sanders holds the power with smaller individual donors. He has a dedicated and loyal base of small dollar donors that give consistently. He developed that very effectively in the 2016 election, and he carried over to a significant advantage in the 2020 election. Look, individual Democrats trail the president when it comes to Arizona fundraising dollars. But if you combine all of the remaining Democrats, that puts Democrats ahead of the president by over $1.8 million. Danielle Malkin, Cronkite News. Arizona Congressman Greg Stanton raised this question about coronavirus tests this week. The public deserves to know why defective test kits were sent uh, to public health facilities. But more importantly, what are we going to do moving forward? Stanton addressed rumors of faulty test kits, and he wrote a letter to the vice president to deal with the issue. And I want to, and as I, um, in my role as a member of Congress, is to ask tough questions and to hold the administration accountable, but also to provide as much support as I can to make sure that they have the resources necessary to do everything we can to fight this virus. And that's what I'm going to do um, always. Stanton has been a critic of the administration's efforts to take action against the spread of the virus. However, he says steps are headed in the right direction. He emphasized the need to keep moving forward with timeliness and transparency to get to the root of the problem. There's a second confirmed case of coronavirus in Arizona. If you have potential symptoms of the coronavirus, such as a fever, cough, or shortness of breath, the first step is to call your doctor to determine if you fall within the testing guidelines for the virus. The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday on an abortions rights case from Louisiana. Outside the courtroom, protesters from all around the country gathered to voice their opinion. Kelly Dupes is an advocate for Planned Parenthood Arizona. He says Louisiana law mandates abortion providers have admitting privileges at local hospitals. The court has to consider whether that infringes on a woman's right to an abortion. Number one, in Louisiana, you can be denied just for being an abortion doctor. Um, And number two, abortion is really, really safe, and so abortion doctors don't send a lot of patients to hospitals. Supporters of this case say it's about women's safety and health. But Elise Hogue, president of NARAL Pro-Choice America, says this will only make it harder for women to get the care they need. People behind these kinds of legislation design them to put onerous burdens on closing clinics. And everywhere that they have actually been enacted and enforced, clinics have been forced to close. A ruling is not expected for several months, but whatever the outcome, both sides say they will continue to fight. 
The mayor of Phoenix is seeking support from city council for a new study on the homeless community. The fifth largest city in the U.S. is looking for answers to ensure suitable housing for people without permanent homes. Kate Gallego says she will support adding 30 more beds to the 500 that already exist in the central Arizona shelter services. Long term, she hopes to see smaller shelters and resources scattered around the Phoenix area. The entire Cientigo team thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Danielle Malkin, Madison LaBerge, Gabriella Collage, and Isabella Holsizer. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News To Go. I'm Melanie Porter. We'll see you tomorrow with more stories from Cronkite News.